0: A 68-year-old man is brought to ED due to suddenly feeling short of breath 10 hours ago. His blood pressure is 86 on 60, his heart rate is 130 beats per minute, and his respiration rate is 35 per minute. Physical exam shows to standard neck veins. Auscultation of the chest reveals muffled heart sounds. An ECG is undertaken, showing low-voltage QRS complexes with fluctuating R-wave amplitude. What is your likely diagnosis? Hey guys, hey gone, and welcome back to the 14th episode of 5 Minute Medicine. My name is Kay and I'm a medical student who's created this podcast to give you the highest of high yield information on pathologies in only 5 minutes. Give our Instagram a follow as we'll be posting quizzes from the podcast and notes from the topic to help you excel in your studies. Our app is 5.min.medicine. So if you haven't guessed by the case already, today's pathology is on pericardial effusion and cardiac tamponade. Pericardial effusion is the accumulation of fluid in the pericardial space, with this space being defined as the space between the parietal and visceral layers of the serous pericardium. This fluid can either be blood filled, such as in a cardiac wall rupture after an MI, or serous filled, such as in acute pericarditis. Now the borders of the pericardial space are stiff, therefore the capacity of this space is limited. In chronic pericardial effusion, the pericardium can stretch to accommodate more fluid, but in acute settings, added volume quickly exceeds the maximum capacity. In both these cases, the result is often a cardiac tamponade. A cardiac tamponade occurs when elevated intrapericardial pressure from pericardial effusion compresses the heart, particularly the right ventricle. In terms of the pathophysiology of this condition, This accumulation of fluid particularly presses the right ventricle as the wall is thinner here. This pushes the interventricular septum towards the left chamber, decreasing diastolic filling, causing a decrease in stroke volume, and thus cardiac output. Pericardial effusion is initially asymptomatic, but can cause some shortness of breath, orthopnea, which means shortness of breath when lying down, and retrosternal chest pain. The symptoms of a cardiac tamponade can be remembered through Beck’s TRIAD, this including hypotension through pressure on the heart chambers causing a decrease in cardiac output, muffled heart sounds through the accumulation of fluid, and distended neck veins through elevated jugular venous pressure. Other symptoms include tachycardia, symptoms of right heart failure, obstructive shock, and cardiac arrest. Pulsus peroxidus is an important symptom of a cardiac tamponade, occurring when there is a decrease in systolic blood pressure of greater than 10 mm of mercury during inspiration. Let's explain why this phenomenon occurs. In inspiration, there is normally an increased filling to the right side of the heart, as intrathoracic pressure decreases, allowing more blood to enter. This filling to the right side causes the interventricular septum To bulge to the left. This would usually not have much of an effect on blood pressure. In a cardiac tamponade however, this deviation of the interventricular septum to the left causes a decreased filling volume of the left ventricle, hence decreasing systolic blood pressure. In terms of diagnosis, the gold standard for a cardiac tamponade is transthoracic echocardiography. This procedure involves a transducer being placed on the anterior chest wall and epigastrium to visualize the chambers, valves, ascending aorta, and pericardium. In this condition, the test will show an anechoic, meaning dark, space in the pericardial cavity, this being fluid. It also shows predictable chamber collapse, this being the right atrium collapsing in systole and the right ventricle collapsing in diastole in the initial stages. In the later stages it shows a collapse of the left atrium. A collapsed left atrium is 98% specific for a cardiac tamponade, hence why it's the gold standard diagnostic test. Supportive tests also involve an ECG. This shows tachycardia and electrical alterans which is consecutive QRS complexes alternating in height This is due to the swinging motion of the heart when surrounded by pericardial fluid. A chest x-ray shows a water bottle shaped heart which we will post on our Instagram. This is essentially a bilaterally enlarged cardiac silhouette with complete loss of normal cardiac contour. To treat a cardiac tamponade in hemodynamically unstable patients, a pericardiosynthesis is done where the pericardial cavity is drained of excess fluid. If the patient is stable, treatment is conservative, and should focus on treating the underlying cause. That concludes our 14th episode. We hope you enjoyed, but most of all, we hope that you learned something too. Be sure to check out our previous episodes on so many other pathologies if you haven't already. Give our Instagram a follow. Our app is 5.min.medicine. DM us for any questions and happy studying.